Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello, everyone. I'm Sierra. And I'm Ashley. And this is your Patreon-exclusive Weekly Weekly Dose of Wicked. How's it going? Don't sound so unenthusiastic. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know how to sound. I'm so tired. Okay, well, don't go do some jumping jacks. Let's go. Sierra. Well, Ashley, I'm so Get tired. Get your shit together. <laughs> I didn't take a nap today. I haven't napped in days. Oh, my gosh. You know my body doesn't work well if I don't nap. You poor baby. I haven't napped. I'm so tired. You know that I got to take a nap like every day. I know. Like an hour at least to like catch my spoons back up. Yeah. rejuvenate my spoons for the day okay i'm sorry i'll put myself together ready all right i'm ready let's go all right do it buford get out of my crotch <laughs> your crotch maybe smells fishy no it doesn't he was like looking me in the eye <laughs> that's because we didn't kick him out before we started yeah you're supposed to have the door shut it's not supposed to be open did you open yeah. that go shut it I can't. Bichacho? I pull it, cord it in. You kick him out and shut it. I'm corded in too. What the fuck do you mean? We're the same number of cords. You don't have any going over your lap. Ugh, you're a little bitch. Thank you. Okay. You just want to hang out with the girls. No. So, All right. So, me to your nephew. Uh, I don't care. Let's go. Let's okay. do it. Ready? Oh, okay. So, you should have listened to our last episode already where we announced we're going to do Patreons every first month. First and third Monday, right? Is do that you, right? Do you know where we're doing Patreons, actually? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If you were listening to this, then you more than likely already listened to the episode that was released on the 31st of May, because this episode is going to be released on June 5th. Yes. So you should have listened already. If you haven't, then what are you doing? Get out of here. Go back to the regular feed and listen to the regular episode. Yeah, don't listen to your Patreons. Get out of here. These Patreons are extra. You got to listen to the other shit first. All right, anyway. So if you already listened to that, then you know. Also, I updated the cover photo weeks ago, so they should know um, that we're going to do a new Patreon episode twice a month. Yeah. The first and third Monday of every month. We are, because we're going to be great. So um, Ashley has the first Monday, and I have the third Monday, and that's how it's going to be. Capiche? Capiche. I think it changes, doesn't it? Nope, it never changes. It's literally the first and third Monday, so no, it literally (laughs) never changes. (laughs) Yeah, that was stupid. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Okay, anyways. All right, anyway, jumping on in. If you're listening to this, then you already know. First and third Monday, it doesn't rotate. Ashley's lame. I don't know why she said that. That was the silliest <laughs> thing you've ever said. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you said that. It's always the first and third Monday. It doesn't I'm rotate. Tired. I you have the first. Either. You have the first. I have the third. Okay. 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 Capiche, capiche. And it just so happened to be that way because I did the last bonus episode. So you got the first Monday because it's your turn. That's right. Okay. So now we are jumping in. Oh. Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm stoked. So, um, some things to mention before we start. Uh, there's a lot of differing information in this case. Okay. Um, it's been all over TikTok, which apparently Sierra hasn't seen it, so maybe it hasn't been all over TikTok. I think it's been all over your TikTok. But it's been all over my TikTok. 
Well, and it's like a viral video, so anyways, might be on yours, um, but as you know, with social media, uh, people like to change the details, so sometimes like the stories get changed, and then like the articles get changed too, and like there's just a lot of different details. So is it an ongoing wrong, case? No. Oh, okay. That's weird though. So, yeah. No, that's weird. Okay. I don't know. Just like a lot of the articles will like say different things. It, like there isn't a ton of information, and then the things that there are, it's they're not the same, so... Anyways, if I get things wrong or things that you've heard differently, then, you know, as always, please give us some grace, which you will because you love us, your Patreons. Uh, also, same as our regular episode, little warning, uh, it's kind of gross. Most true crime cases are, and if you're listening, then you're probably okay with that. But it does involve some sexual assault along with another trigger warning that I should give you, but I'm not going to. Because then it'll spoil the most shocking part of the case. So, uh, listener discretion advised, as always. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. I can't wait for this listener discretion. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I can deal with some gross shit, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is gross, but it's not like that. Okay, anyways. So oh, I just... wear my shoes the whole time we recorded that last episode. I, I look like a fucking weirdo wearing my shoes <laughs> in the podcasting <laughs> no room. No one could see your shoes. <laughs> Well, doesn't really matter. Good. I felt like a weirdo. I, I can't believe you just let me record a whole hour-long episode with my shoes on. I didn't know your shoes were on. <sighs> okay, anyways. You shouldn't let me walk in your house with my shoes on. You shouldn't have. That was disrespectful. I'm so sorry. I'm a disrespectful <laughs> bitch. That was rude. You are a disrespectful I bitch. I am so sorry. I forgive you. We need some more comfortable chairs. Listen, Patreons, I know you already give us your monetary uh, support and we appreciate it, but tell your friends to join the Patreon because I need a freaking chair that yeah. doesn't... This chair is so uncomfortable. Yeah, and I know is. I complain about it every week, but dude. Yeah, it is. It sucks. We've got to get new chairs. You know, a thought that I've had. Maybe I can go to the hospital and steal some chairs. No. They have a whole room of things you're allowed to take. Oh, then go to the hospital and steal some chairs. I don't know if I'm allowed to take those things home, but you're allowed to take them for your department. Oh, okay. And you don't have to tell anyone you've taken it. They have a whole room. Well, you've just uh, admitted to I'll edit that out. (laughs) That's how we got our break room table. We stole it. Oh, okay. We had maintenance do it for us, so they were accomplices. Do it. Okay, anyways. Go to the hospital, steal some chairs. I'll ask if I'm allowed to do that. So on December 8th of 1996, Rita Kemper went to hang out with her friend, Joseph Metheny. You said Rita Kemper? I know this case. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea who that is. I just okay. thought it would be funny. I'm going to undo my pants. I'm getting a little uncomfortable as I'm trying to lay back in this chair. Okay. Anyways, so uh, she went to hang out with her friend, uh, Joe. That's what he goes by. Okay. They hung out for a while and did some drugs. Joe then tried to have sex with her and she refused. This enraged Joe. And he began to rip her clothes off and beat her. She started screaming, help, but Joe lived in a trailer on the property of a pallet factory, so there was really no one around to hear her yelling. He continued beating her and raping her, but for one split second, he turned around and she used the opportunity to run. She ran out of the trailer and Joe followed her, yelling that he was going to kill her just like he did the rest, and then he would bury her in the woods with the other girls. She escaped him and jumped the fence surrounding the property. Luckily, there was a man driving by at the time, and she got a ride with him to a nearby gas station. There she quickly... Was she nude? I don't know. That's kind of... I would assume at least partially nude, but I don't know. Right. Okay. At the gas station, she called the police and reported what happened. Very quickly, the police arrived to get her statement and made their way to Joe's residence. He met the police at the gate where he had gathered up her stuff and was trying to dispose of it. And that night, they arrested him. When they brought him in for questioning, he pretty immediately admitted what happened, and he also admitted to murdering 13 other people. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. 
So this was a, quite a shock to the police because he hadn't really been on their radar. They weren't investigating him for anything at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> this was a shock to the police because he wasn't on their radar. I just feel like that's a very typical thing of the police not putting things together. Yeah. Now you're going to go on to tell me how like all of the victims like looked exactly the same and like disappeared from the exact same place. And the police are like, oh, shucks, they were related? Um, they did all pretty much disappear from the same place. Yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me at least, but <laughs> I just think it's funny that you're like, you know, yeah, they had no idea they were related. Yeah. So a little background on Mr. Joe, and then um, I'll give you his confession and actual events, which don't really line up very well. Oh, okay. So his name was Joseph Roy Metheny. He went by Joe and was born on March 2nd, 1954. He grew up in Essex, Maryland with his mom, Jean Elliott, and his five siblings. Their father, Audra Metheny, was an aggressive alcoholic who had died in a car accident when Joe was six. Joe and his mother have differing opinions on what kind of childhood he had. And his siblings have really kept quiet or I couldn't find anything on them. So basically it was just like a he said, she said between Joe and Jean of what actually happened. And that was the mother and son? Yes. Okay. So Joe says that he had a very traumatic childhood and his mother was very neglectful. She had multiple jobs and was never home, so she left him and his siblings to take care of themselves. He also claims that his mom sent them to live with other families for periods of, for long periods of time, like that he was in foster care. Jean says that that's not true. She did work three jobs to provide for herself and her six kids. She worked as a waitress, a bartender, and a truck driver. So she admitted that she was gone a lot. She was gone a lot of long hours, overnight sometimes, and she wasn't home a lot. But she never sent the kids to foster care. She always arranged babysitters, and the kids would have a lot of sleepovers with family members while she worked. There was also no record that I could find, or anyone else could find, of Joe and his siblings ever being in foster care like he claimed. Jean says she was just trying to do the best that she could. They were never hungry. They were never homeless. She never had to rely on welfare. She said that if Joe felt that he was neglected, it was his own fault, because they had a good childhood. I don't love that. So, I don't know. Because she says it never happened, that they had a good childhood. His siblings don't really come out and talk about it. Right. But also that's some gaslighting at the end that it was his own fault if he felt neglected. Right. So I was on Gene's side until right. that because I was like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that he didn't feel neglected because he might have, but it seems to me like she was just trying to do the best she could to provide right. for her kids. So yes, did she potentially, you know, neglect them a little as far as being there? Possibly, but it seems like she was just trying to work hard work hard and also it was the 50s and 60s so i mean right not the same as like today's day and age it was right. perfectly acceptable to leave kids home alone right for long well, and also of time. she says that she didn't leave them home that she right. always had babysitters or family members right but then like i said some gaslighting at the end there with if he felt neglected it was his own fault yeah i don't want so, that i don't know don't love that not a fan no so she says that Joe was a pretty happy, energetic kid. He was loving. He got along well with others. He was smart and did well in school. There were no signs of any murdering tendencies. When Joe was 18, he joined the army. And again, some differing stories. So Joe says that he was active duty in Vietnam. And Gene says that he was stationed in Germany. So I looked into it. He would have joined the army when he was 18. So in 1973. Okay. So the U.S. pulled out of Vietnam at the end of March 1973. Okay. So he turned 18 at the beginning of March of 1973. Okay. So, so that's a pretty quick that he went to Vietnam. Yeah, no. Doesn't sound very likely to me unless they literally like let him join the army and go to Vietnam the next day. I don't know how the army worked in the 70s. It's quite possible. 
Right. Like That's not how it works today, but... Maybe they didn't have, like, all the training they maybe. have now. Well, also, like, if they were in the middle of a war, I don't know. When was right. the draft? Because was, was there not a Vietnam? draft for Vietnam? Yeah, so... I think so. I feel like with the draft, they just kind of, like, sent them off. Yeah, so maybe. So, maybe. Possible. But um, it's kind of a weird thing to, like, lie about, though. Like, right. oh, I was in Vietnam, but then actually I was in Germany, unless you just want to be cool. Right. And like, oh, yeah, I was in Vietnam, man, you know. Which I think is possible. It's He's possible. kind of a liar. Oh, okay. So, um, not exactly sure where he was, but it's really not that big of a deal. But mm-hmm. anyways, they do both agree that while he was in the army, he began using drugs like heroin and cocaine. When he left the army, he initially was homeless and was living in homeless camps and continuing to use drugs. He had a pretty strained relationship with his family, so he just went on his own, didn't go back to them. So he was working a lot of different blue-collar jobs, and he actually held the job pretty well, despite being addicted to drugs. In the 80s, he met a woman who was also a drug user, and they fell in love. They got married and moved in together in South Baltimore. They quickly got pregnant and had a son. Um, Joe took a job as a truck driver, so he would have a stable income to support his family. And he seemed to kind of get his life together at this point. He was trying to be a good dad, trying to be a good provider. But um, with being a truck driver, he was gone long hours and days at a time. It's really weird because that's what his mom did. Right. That's what I was going to say. I find that funny because... So he was a neglectful father. He faulted his mom for that, so... Gotcha. So in the summer of 1994, he came home from one of his truck driving trips to find his home empty. His wife had packed up all their stuff and took their six-year-old son and left. He was enraged that she took their son, but he didn't know where she was and there wasn't much he could do about it. Hmm. The devastation of losing his son sent him into a downward spiral. He began heavy drug use again and heavy drinking. He held a job as a forklift driver for a pallet company, and he moved into their trailer on the property, and he continued to look for his son. Six months later, he heard rumors that his wife had met a new boyfriend, and she was living across town. He also heard that this new boyfriend was using her as a sex worker to earn money for drugs, and that they had gotten caught, and that their son had been taken by social services for neglect and abuse. So Joe had a criminal history from that time that he was homeless, a lot of, like, theft and he knew that there really wasn't much of a chance of him being able to get custody because of his past so he had heard through the grapevine that the couple had been going under the hanover street bridge to get high with some homeless men so he showed up to the bridge he found two homeless men randy piker and randall brewer lying on an old dirty mattress getting high he questioned them about um, his wife and her boyfriend but they stated that they didn't know who they were, where they were, they didn't know anything about them. So this filled him with rage. He took an axe that some sources say he found there, and some sources say he brought with him, so not sure which, and he murdered them. Um, then some more differing information. Some sources say that he left the bodies on the mattress, and others say that he chopped them up and threw them in the river. So I don't know which of those mm. are factual. In his confession, he says that the same night he lured a sex worker to the same bridge. There, he got her high and asked her about the whereabouts of his wife. She said she didn't know, so he beat her up, raped her, and killed her. He then hid her body in some nearby bushes. Then he lured another sex worker to the bridge, did the same thing, asked about his wife. She didn't know. Um, he beat her, raped her, killed her. But when he put, went to put her in the bushes, he noticed there was a fisherman in the river who might have witnessed these attacks. So there was a steel pipe laying by, and he beat him to death. He then used that axe to cut off all three bodies, 
put them in the river and weighed them down with rocks. Okay, so are we talking about five people mm-hmm. in one night? Seven hours. That's insane. Yeah. Think of the stamina. Yeah. It would take to, I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't know about how much he weighed at this point, but he had a nickname of Tiny because he was like six foot one or two and he weighed 400 pounds. Oh, okay. So like he's a pretty big dude and usually if you weigh about 400 pounds, like you're not in the healthiest conditions. Yeah. That's kind of freaking crazy. <laughs> like five people. Yeah. And three of them were men. Yeah. Okay. Two of them were high. Well, four of them were high. And, and I also kind of feel like if the fishermen saw him like murdering all these people, right? he probably would have like not Stayed. came close to him. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that's just like my thought. But yeah. if I see some 400 pound man hacking people up, I'm, I'm going to get the fuck out of there. I'm yeah. not going to come near him. So that's interesting. And also if he's like, he must have like fishing off the shore, right? Right. I just like him picturing him like swimming out to the boat and like killing him, but yeah, I don't know. That's a freaking nuts. But yeah. it makes sense also now of why they didn't put these together because they're sex workers and homeless people. So yeah. okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, those are people. Yeah. That, that don't matter to anyone yeah. apparently. You know. Yeah. The cops a lot of the time are like, oh, oh well. Yeah, that's some bull, bull squash right there. But it okay, is, it is bull crap. Makes sense of why we didn't care about the other thirteen people that were murdered. Right. And why we didn't put it together. Right. So after this, he washed himself in the river, cleaned up the crime scene, and went on with his life. So again, he says that all five of those happened in seven hours. So he was actually arrested and charged with the murders of the homeless men. Oh. So the bodies of the men were discovered while they were investigating the murder of another unrelated homeless man. Hmm. So he didn't kill this homeless man. He just happened to also be killed and while they were doing his investigation they found the other ones they connected it to this guy gotcha but at this time he didn't admit to murdering anyone else he or those people he like denied it all and he went to jail for 18 months while he awaited his trial but unfortunately there wasn't enough evidence and he was found not guilty and released in july of 1996 okay so once he was released, he went back to his old boss, talked him into giving him his old job and his residence back, and they did. Cool, cool, cool. So I guess his boss, either he was a super sweet talker or his boss was like, oh, yeah, you weren't found guilty, so you must not have done it. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. So where the confession and the facts don't line up, um, he seems to lie to get some shock factor from people. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of those huh yeah. pick like whole, me girl yeah like the whole vietnam like maybe he wasn't in vietnam but that made him sound cooler a little shocking so he lied about it i don't know his childhood if he lied about that maybe that's why i don't know yeah i mean i can see that especially so, if he has a habit of it so lay it on me what do we got so he also i also couldn't find a lot of information on the victims because he claimed to kill more than they found evidence on so he says that his first victims were the homeless men, the two sex workers, and the fishermen in 1994. But this timeline, his timeline says that this was six months after his wife left and their son, left with their son. So they left in the summer of 94. So that leads you to believe that this killing spree was in the winter of 94, right? Okay. But his pr- first like proven known victim was in July of 94. So that was the summer of 94. Right. But he says his first victims were six months after. So. 
That okay. Really but like, why lie about that? If you're gonna, if you're going to confess to murder, just yeah. confess. Maybe he killed too many people and he doesn't remember when it happened. I don't know. I don't have like thirteen people is that many. Thirteen's <laughs> enough. I don't think thirteen's <laughs> enough to not remember them. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why he lied. I don't know. I just feel like that's not anything to like lie about. Right. Okay. So his first victim was Kathy Ann Magaziner. She was thirty-nine. She was a sex worker and a drug addict. He lured her back to his trailer, did drugs with her. He then raped her and strangled her with an extension cord. He then buried her in a shallow grave on the Pallet Company property. He took her clothes and her purse and buried them in a separate location on the property. He admitted to killing her but says it was at a different time, like I said. He also claimed in his confession that he went back later, decapitated her, put her head in a box, and then put it in the trash. But then later, when the police dug up her body, her head, while it was decapitated and mutilated, it was there. So, again, that's a lie. Is that the shock factor? I mean, like, oh, I decapitated her and took her head. Like, oh, shocking. I don't know. Is that the one you were saying you couldn't tell people? No. Oh, okay. No, we're not there yet. Oh, okay. I'll let you know when we are. Okay. <laughs> you, you're very displeased. <laughs> I was like, I mean, that's gross, but I don't feel like you could have not said that. I mean, like, no. that's not that serious. I mean... Decapitating people is a serious offense. But. Right, yeah. Um, his next victims would have been his five-person killing spree. But there was only evidence that he had killed that two homeless men, not the three other people. Their bodies were never found, and he didn't give any of their names. So, couldn't fact-check him. He probably didn't know their names. Yeah. I mean, he met them that night. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine he knew their names. Right. He was just picking sex workers off the street. Right. Right, but then also, you know, like trash bag they never found the bodies he cut them up and dumped them in the river they probably got eaten by man-eating catfish yeah. yeah where was this again maryland maryland is it a saltwater river you think maryland's like on the coast so i feel like it would be like a, a canal from the ocean so yeah, yeah probably maybe. a shark got them yeah maybe probably those feet that washed up on the freaking west coast <laughs> maybe it wasn't on the west coast it was on the east coast so no it wasn't yeah it was in canada was in Vancouver. Isn't that the East Coast? I thought it was in Washington. Oh, that is the West Coast. My bad. Never mind. It was in the West Coast, actually. Get your geography straight. Jeez. Yeah, I'm really bad at that. Anyways, his next known victim was in November of 1996. Her name was Kimberly Lynn Spicer. She was 23. She was also a sex worker. He lured her to his trailer, stabbed her multiple times in the chest, neck, and stomach, and buried her on his property as well. Then in December of 1996 is when he attempted to kill Rita and was caught. When he gave his confession, he claimed that at some point he had lured two other sex sex worker and drug addicts back to his trailer, raped them, and killed them. He says he butchered them and put them in Tupperware containers in his freezer. What is wrong with you? What? You're disgusting. This is just another Willie Picton. It's not. It is. It's not. He's cutting people up, putting them in his freezer, like, There's no pigs. doesn't matter, Ashley. It's gross. Anyways. You really like these disgusting people. I mean, it's just crazy. Okay. So he knew he couldn't keep them there forever. So this is your shock factor. Oh, boy. He decided to open up a open pit food stand on the side of the road. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why? There he sold barbecue sandwiches, roast beef sandwiches, burgers, and meatballs. He states that he sold special meat. And people loved it. Oh my god. What is wrong with you? It's not me. It's Joe. Joe's a freak. I did not even see that coming. 
<laughs> legit did not see that coming. I know. See, but if I would have told you at the beginning, this has some cannibalism. Yeah. And you would have been like. I don't feel like cannibalism needs a trigger warning. I don't feel like that should trigger people. I don't know. People probably don't want to listen to it, though. That's gross. Okay, but normally trigger warning is because it triggers trauma. I'm hoping that none of you are running around eating people. Well, I don't know. Or being eaten by people. I mean, typically mm-hmm. trigger warnings because you have past trauma with that. Well, I know. Trigger. So I don't I feel know. like cannibalism is a trigger. I feel like it is. Most people give a trigger warning for it. Do they? Yeah. Mm, I just listen to cannibalism with no problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm me just too. Kidding. I hate cannibalism. <laughs> so anyways, he sold special meat. People loved it. He mixed together pork, beef, and human. He says that people would tell him it was the best sandwiches they ever had, and no one could even tell that there was human. The human and pork apparently tasted a lot alike. So this went on for a couple of weeks until he ran out of meat, and then he would have to kill again. But like I said, he was kind of a liar and liked a shock factor, so did he really sell human sandwiches? No one knows. Yeah, I freaking hope not. That's disgusting. But in his confession, he did give this super creepy quote that I'm going to read you. Mm-hmm. Quote, so the next time you're riding down the road and you happen to see an open pit beef stand that you've never seen before, make sure you think about this story before you take a bite of that sandwich. He's a weirdo. Yeah, freak. What a weirdo. Disgusting. I actually have an open pit beef stand that I stop at pretty regularly. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> it's not beef, but I don't know what kind of meat it is. Honestly, no, I'm afraid. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. No. Yeah, it's those guys down in Kannapolis. Yeah, well, maybe you should quit going there. <laughs> yeah. They do have good food. You know, I love food trucks, but I don't think I'm going to eat at them anymore. Because you're worried to be feeding you humans? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. It's fine. Disgusting. I normally only get things at food trucks that could not be confused for humans. Uh, Street corn, donuts, <laughs> like elephant ears. We had tacos. What are elephant ears? Elephant ears. What are elephant ears? Like elephant ears, like the fair. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. What is an elephant ear? stupid? Just describe it to me. An elephant ear. It's like a funnel cake, but solid. Oh, no. I've never had that. What? <laughs> Don't look at me that way. I mean, I love me a funnel cake, but no, I've never had an elephant ear, nor I've heard of an elephant ear. Stop making that face. I think that we have a glitch in the matrix because my sister would eat an elephant ear. So I mean, I, I would 100% eat one. Who the fuck you one. are, but you're going to need to get out of here. I would 100% eat an elephant ear if it's like a uh, funnel cake, but I've never it's had one. It's not the same. A funnel cake is like stringy. Right. Like they string it and an elephant ear is just like solid. Right. Solid fried dough. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I don't know. You've 100% had an elephant ear. I don't know who the fuck you are, but <laughs> I've eaten an elephant ear with you. Well, maybe I shouldn't know it's called an elephant ear. Okay. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> right now. <laughs> Why? You're such a freak. Because my sister would eat an elephant ear. I'm not saying I wouldn't. My sister has eaten elephant ears. Well, she knows maybe what I have, ears. and I just didn't know. We 100% had elephant ears at, um, maybe I didn't share with you. Frosty Fest, I got one. No. Yeah, I did go on a Frosty Fest. <laughs> I get one every time. They always have them in there. They at Frosty Fest. They have them at, um. I had little donuts that were delicious. I mean, it's just essentially similar. It's not the same as a, as a funnel cake, but it's similar. No, it sounds delicious, but no, I don't think I've ever had it one. It is delicious. Or like you said, maybe I have, and I just didn't know that it was an elephant ear. Uh, the difference between a funnel cake and an elephant ear. Well, a funnel cake is a type of fritter using fried batter. An elephant ear is a fried dough that is pounded flat. So yeah, they're just a little different, but like they're essentially the same. Like they're like fried dough and you put like powdered sugar or like cinnamon sugar or, you know. Right. Yeah, so. I feel like a funnel cake would be a lot easier to eat. It's the same. Just pull it apart. Yeah, but a funnel cake comes apart easier. An elephant ear comes apart too. 
It does. It comes apart the same way. It's okay. not any harder to rip apart. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that I'm not your sister. Not who you raised me to be. You're not at all. Like, I'm actually quite disturbed with you. Because um, I feel like one of them is more like a northern and one of them is more a southern. And I thought elephant ear was more northern. Well, maybe that's why. Because I'm a southern male. You're not. <laughs> but they have them here, so I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, we're almost done here, so let's Okay. Go. So his trial was in 1997. He confessed all of it, so he pled guilty to Kathy Ann Maganizer and Kimberly Lynn Spicer and the attempted rape and attempted murder of Rita Kemper. I said attempted rape. It wasn't. He did rape her. Okay. Um, he was originally sentenced to the death for the two murders and was given 50 years for the rape and the attempted murder. But in 2000, the sentencing was overturned and he was given two life sentences. So even though he says he killed 13 people, there was only evidence that he may or may have not killed this homeless man, which mm-hmm. he admitted to. So he did. And then... I mean, maybe he didn't. Maybe he made the whole thing up. He's a Muslim liar. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, like, none of that actually happened. Like, maybe he just wanted to sound like a badass and who killed five people in one night. I don't think it's... I just feel like that's very unlikely. Yeah, I mean, me too, but... Like he killed five people in seven hours. And then, like, nothing was recovered of any of them. Yeah. So well, the homeless men were recovered. Okay. Well, maybe he did kill the homeless men and maybe that's where he stopped. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Guy seems like a piece of work. Yeah, he is. So, um, some also horrible creepy things that he said that i wanted to share Mm -hmm. quote the only thing i feel bad about in all of this is that i didn't get those two motherfuckers i was really after and that's (laughs) why are you laughing let me read the quote (laughs) you stop laughing i wasn't expecting that at all like the only thing i feel bad about so he says, okay. the only thing I feel bad about in all of this is that I didn't get those two motherfuckers I was really after. And that's my ex-old lady and the bastard she hooked up with. You should probably feel bad and about quote, the 13 fucking people you murdered. No, he only feels bad that he didn't get those two motherfuckers. Okay, but he is trash. Full yeah, of trash bag. He is. Like, you should probably feel bad about all the murders. But he's a douche. He's a douche canoe. Um, Another quote. The words, I'm sorry, will never come out of my mouth, for they would be a lie. I'm more than willing to give up my life for what I have done and what... And have God judge me and send me to hell for eternity. When they asked him, oh, that was end quote. When they asked him why he did those awful things, he said, uh, sense of power. I don't know. Vulnerable. Uh, mm, I got, uh, I got a rush out of it. I got a high out of it. Call it what you want. I had no real excuse other than I like to do it. I don't know how to describe it. End quote. Okay, then. Gross. Gross man. Mm-hmm. Um, he did die in 2017. He was found dead in his jail cell at 63 years old. Most sources say that it was natural causes from a life of drugs and extreme obesity. Like I said, he was about 400 pounds. Right. So. That's why I think he didn't kill five people in one night in seven hours. Right. I don't know what condition he was in then. Gotcha. You know, just like that uh, too fat to kill defense that that one person used. Yeah. <laughs> that still pisses me off. <laughs> I would be so mad. Yeah. Me too. I would be livid. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Thanks for that. Is that over? Yeah, that's okay, over. Okay, I have a serious question then. Okay. What the fuck do you watch on TikTok? But that came up on your TikTok because I don't get that kind of shit on my TikTok. Okay, so what happened was uh-huh. my coworker sent Tell it to me. me. Mm-hmm. So I ain't like what the fuck is your coworker watching on TikTok? Because she sends you some weird shit. Yeah, she does. So she sent it to me, and then I watched it, and then it was like all over my TikTok after that. Yeah, it was like multiple people, and yeah. I'll have to show you this TikTok because it's creepy as fuck. Let me show it to you right now. I don't want to watch it right now. Yes, you do. I literally don't. Yes, you do. I don't want to think about this dude again. Okay, well, I'm going to show it to you, so buckle up. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like these things. 
Okay, so these are my reactions to this TikTok. Um, first of all, I hate these. These voices of the past TikToks creep me the fuck out because it's like a little AI person. Yeah, creepy it's as creepy fuck. As fuck. Um, also, I like how they have him in like a little fast food restaurant. Yeah. Like cooking up human hamburgers. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Gross as shit. He's yeah. wearing an apron. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Also, the comments are gold. Did you read the comments? Uh, Yo, know. how many people ate flesh and not even know? Crime face. <laughs> Never order off a burger van again? Shocked face. 2016? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> That escalated so fast. He went from looking for his wife to axing two people and all the witnesses. Courage, the cowardly dog, did a whole episode on him, but we were too young to realize. (laughs) (laughs) New fear unlocked. Lesson learned. Don't buy random food. I once saw a butcher in my dream. It was so scary. Like, I just love the comments. I live here in Baltimore. My mom says she knew him and ate at his diner, so she probably ate human flesh. (laughs) Bro, I was born on March 3rd. (laughs) <laughs> I get more trained out of the <laughs> comment sections of TikToks than the... I was born on March 3rd. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. He was born on March 2nd. You don't even have the same birthday as him. That's my birthday, sweaty face. That's my husband's birthday, too. Yeah. Not the year, but the day. Yeah, these creep me out, though. I saw one on here, though. I actually have it saved in, like, my ones I'm going to do. Maybe. Maybe it's not this account. Maybe it's another account that does these creepy little videos. I hate these little videos. They're creepy as fuck. Yeah, they are creepy as fuck. With like these little AI people creep me out. That's why I wanted you to see it. So you could see the creepy AI guy. Yeah. Maybe That's I did it. That's the first it. one I've ever seen. Maybe I did it. Did I do it? I don't know. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> did I do a case about a girl locked up in the box in the basement and dying? No. Okay, just kidding. That's yet to come. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So I didn't do it. I didn't do it because that one was actually horrible. I'll probably never do that case. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's it's I saved somewhere. It's disgusting. But it was one of the little creepy AI things. Yeah, I don't like those. I've never seen one before until him. No, I that see them the all the time. I, saw. I see them all the time, and they're gross. Well, what are you watching on TikTok? Uh, her name is Mariana. No, Marina Savatier. So all this little girl and her parents like strongly abused her, and like everyone warned them that like she's being abused, and nobody cared. And then her mother like locked her in a box and she died in the box in the middle of the night. And then they put her box on her body in cement. Yeah, what is awful. wrong with people? Awful. So yeah, I don't know. don't do that one, please. It was horrible. Like she was like little, like seven. Yeah. And it like made my skin crawl. It makes me sick just thinking about it now. But it was one of those creepy little AIs. Was it her? Yeah, it was like her AI, but I mean it wasn't her. Those aren't really them. I just assumed they took like a picture of him. Does that what he look like? Yeah, kinda. Well then maybe. I don't know. I don't know how those AIs work. I don't. I don't like the AIs. I'm not yeah, a fan. Me either. Not a fan of the AIs. It's the devil's work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the AIs work, but no, I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's disgusting, though. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Now I can never eat an elephant ear again. Just kidding. I'm gonna keep eating them. There's no, no human eating them. to do with elephant ears. There's no meat in those. It doesn't matter. What if they're frying toes in yeah. the same batch or in the oh, same fryer? That'd be gross. Yeah, it would be like little mini corn dogs. Yeah, yummy. No. Mm. All right. Well. Thanks for tuning in, Pepperoni Patronis. Uh, we'll catch you in two weeks when I do a special Patreon case. Yeah, we're excited. And um, if we don't hold up our deal, we need to call us on our shit. Yeah, email us. And be like, where the fuck's the episode, you dumb bitches? Or post on the wall. Yeah, post it. Be like, yo. Post on the Facebook, whatever you need to do. Where's the episode? Hold us accountable. Yeah. Make sure that we have our shit together. But we're going to do our very best to make sure it's every... We're getting ahead. Getting ahead of the game, so. We're going to try. All righty. Well, let's peace on out of here. We love you. Goodbye. Okay, thanks. Bye.